0: Welcome to this week's episode of Across the Cemetery. My name's Emma. And I'm Josh. And Josh is going to be leading this week's episode. So do you want, do you want to take it away, Josh?
1: Yeah. Do you have any idea what we am about to talk about? Um,
0: I don't know, to be honest, what we're going to talk about, because you, you reeled three stories to me then. Um, topics and I said surprise me, so...
1: <laughs> so today we're going to talk about the Titanic. So the Titanic's registered in our hometown of Liverpool. Well, I say at the time it was an amazing feat of engineering, but it probably still is today. It's still quite a large ship, measuring around 270 metres long um, and can take a capacity of about 3,300 people, which is a- about the size of a modern cruise ship as well. Most people are familiar with the story of the Titanic. It was popularised in the 1997 film starring Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet.
0: Oh, I love that film, <sighs> yeah. It's so sad. They only had each other.
1: So most people are aware of the tragic events. <laughs> for the benefit of those who may not be so familiar with the fate of the Titanic, on the 10th of April 1912, the ship sailed from Southampton, England, bound for New York in America, and it was never destined to make it there. Along the way, it hit a, a massive iceberg, and so... Oh, I'm guessing you knew that.
0: I did know that, and I've been in the... Um, There's a pub on Matthew Street, and they called the White Star and it has got loads of... Like, Titanic memorabilia and everything like that. And I am a really big fan of the 1997 film. Kate Winslet's birthday is the day before mine. Oh.
1: <laughs> Thank you, that sounds quite She's stalkerish. English.
0: She's English too.
1: <laughs> Basically twins. <laughs> so after Tichter passengers and last minute travelers were boarded onto the ship, there were a total of 2,208 souls on board heading to their final destination. With a surplus of around a thousand spaces vacant on the ship, it would be expected that the maiden voyage would be going, would go off without a hitch.
0: So did it start in New York, yeah?
1: No. It started in Southampton, England, like I've just said.
0: Oh uh, yeah, so it was going to New York though, wasn't it? Yeah. So in the film it, it make out like it started in New York. It probably doesn't, it's probably just me saying. It's it.
1: just you. It is entirely just you. <laughs> i seen that film once when I was about seven and I still know that that it doesn't make that out.
0: And <laughs> it's just me then. Yes, it is.
1: The managing company responsible for this Titan of the Sea was the White Star Line Company, which is where the name of Emma's favourite pub Matthew Street comes from. <laughs>
0: I love that pub.
1: So they've got a Liverpool headquarters which can still be found standing on James Street in Liverpool. So we'll put a picture of that up as well because it's quite a nice building.
0: Up by like the like the Q and R building. That's twenty
1: three James Street. Oh uh, yeah. I think yeah. it's twenty three. It's it's the one on the corner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll put a picture up on our social medias, so you can have a quick look at that. Despite this, the Titanic never actually visited Liverpool. Did they not? Huh? No. However, many of the crew built crew builders and the people who worked on it around one in ten of them were actually from Liverpool and the surrounding areas, so it was mostly built over in Dublin. So why do, we have, Belfast?
0: Like, was it Belfast? why do we have, like, the Titanic Hotel and everything?
1: Because it was registered to Liverpool and one of the head officers, the one that was mainly dealing with it, was here, uh, yeah. in Liverpool. Uh, right. Okay. And a lot of people from Liverpool. Uh, Went away. Yeah, because it was a massive feat of shipbuilding. Yeah. So mm-hmm. touching on responsibility, we arrive at what may be one of the paranormal aftermaths of the disaster. That would be the ship's captain. Edward John Smith. Now born in 1850, Edward was a well experienced seafarer and had been a captain on numerous white star line voyages over the years. Some have in the past questioned the captain's actions at the time of the Titanic colliding, but that is not what we're concerned with here. We're concerned with what happened following the ship sinking and subsequently him losing his life.
0: I remember on the film, I don't, I know obviously the film's not like for I and it's gonna be like obviously fictionalized in parts. But I remember the captain stayed on the ship, like he could have got off, but he stayed because he said he's gonna go down with the ship.
1: Yeah, I mean that's not where it, what I'm really touching on. But in the interest of just discussing the matter, a lot of people will just instantly go to to the captain to blame him for yeah. for what happened. Is he it, didn't
0: make. The, obviously, he's in control of the ship and everything, but he didn't make the ship. He did, He wasn't to blame for like the lack of lifeboats and that.
1: No, but then there was all the other things. That was like, why wasn't the icebergs seen in, yeah. in enough time and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah. But going back to the paranormal aspect of why we're talking about Captain Edward John Smith, it was reported by a British newspaper back in 2018 that. When Captain Smith met his peril in April 1912, one of the captain's servants were allowed to take one item from his home as a sort of keepsake to remember their employer. Oh
0: That's so, nice that he wants to remember their employer. Not oh, was yeah. one.
1: You wouldn't get that today, I don't think. <laughs> no. But a lady named Ethelwyn decided to take a fashionable mirror. It was on the small side, but its frame was like meticulously crafted. So I had an abundance of fine details. It was it was just a nice little item,
0: like a dre- like a little dress mirror kind of
1: yeah, thing. I'm I'm guessing like a sort of A five sized yeah. mirror that you'd probably put on the side. Why
0: well, i don't trust mirrors because of you?
1: <laughs> well, that's a whole different subject. But let me expand on this <laughs> this particular mirror. So through the years, as with every life, people move on, and as such, their possessions also move to their nearest and dearest. Ethelwyn had written letters to her family over time, stating that the mirror had a secret within. It was not well received by all, but it did conjure up an interest from those who delve into the paranormal.
0: I'd love that.
1: <laughs> if the letters are to be considered true, then on the anniversary of the Titanic disaster, Captain Edward John Smith's face is supposedly seen in the mirror. <gasps> now, faces being seen in mirrors is probably more common than first to be presumed, but this is definitely a topic that we'll, we'll cover in a different episode, yeah. a separate one to itself. So, that's not the only... Encounter with Edward of, of, of Captain Edward. Oh, so, this one actually goes over the water oh, like, over the Irish Sea. Uh, right. When I say over the water, I it's always that means the willow. <laughs> no. no, I mean I've over the Irish Sea. So a further tale concerning the ill fated captain stems from across, from across the Irish Sea <laughs> in Belfast.
0: What's that song? You're going this way, that way, forward, backwards over the Irish Sea. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, the city of Belfast is where the Titanic was built. Yeah. Edward Smith did visit Belfast, and during the completion stages of the Titanic build, Captain Smith carried out inspections and also led the ship on its first sea trials, along with sailing it to its departure point in Southampton. This tale, however, concerns a more out of hours social type of venue, as opposed to the prolific Harland and Wolf shipbuilding yard, where I imagine. Captain Edward spent a lot of his time checking on how progress was coming.
0: And drinking beer, yeah, probably.
1: Not at the shipbuilding yard, I don't imagine. But we're concerned about the Robinson's pub, which I do imagine he drank some beer. <laughs> uh, where a couple, and during a breakaway, supposedly were photobombed by the captain. Oh. Now, I'll leave a tre- link to the article in the description, because this was in a newspaper. It was in many newspapers.
0: Yeah, this or like him photo? Yeah, yeah. So I'll That's leave. it rude, isn't it? I'll leave a description,
1: <laughs> and you can go and make your own minds up on the matter. But we're just gonna pause here a second while I show you. So we're now recording again.
0: So that picture, I can't just, I can't see. It. I can see eyes and a mouth, and I seen a beard briefly. But then you've shown me what the captain looked like, and I think they are reaching a bit. But I think, I think you just, it could just be that someone was walking past and it's like tuck it, yeah. to what
1: I mean. So to me personally, that, that's bullshit. Yeah. It's not. It that's not the captain. Seem, it doesn't seem. It could be absolutely anybody, like you say. Well, there's clearly, clearly a blurry figure behind the couple in the picture, it could very easily be somebody just walking past quickly. Yeah. Maybe they, they've sort of been twisting themselves, trying to avoid being in the photo. They've yeah, noticed they're getting a photo know, yeah. taken. They're, they're sort of twisting around, trying not to be in it. There doesn't seem to be any distinguishing features that confirm to me. That could be the captain. No, because
0: he's got a very, like you said, he's got a very, like to quote Django, he's got an exceptional beard. <laughs>
1: yeah. The pub itself isn't a million miles away from Belfast docks, so it's entirely possible that the cap captain did go in there and frequent more than once. Yeah. But something's telling me that, like, sort of the amount of memorabilia in that pub that it has on display to illustrate its its proud Titanic link. Yeah. Is the reason that the couple have instinctively made mm, that very yeah. figure. Edward John Smith. Another doubt that lingers in my mind regarding both stories, the the, the mirror story and this story is money. So the mirror mentioned in the first story was being put up for auction and the Uh, photobombing ghost mentioned in the second story was reported in a number of, well, lower end newspapers.
0: I like the local newspaper, like the Belfast Local
1: or whatever. Yeah, them. the ones that all have the same stories. Yeah, it's like so the, male. <laughs> they're all basically regurgitating the same words. Yeah. The mirror one had a note that was apparently passed down through generations from the lady you uh, mentioned. Yeah, it was called the, ser- well, the servant or something. Ethel one, yeah. So that had a, it had a note claiming to be haunted.
0: What could they forged it, the
1: to Yeah. That's a possibility. But either way, this note that is apparently of age will drum up interest to those who either collect Titanic memorabilia or are into the paranormal and want to buy their own ghost and that the ghost of like a quite famous person,
0: Zappigans would be all over that.
1: Yeah, he's probably got it now. <laughs> so then, clearly, the couple who sold their story to the newspaper will be in for a bit of a payday just for taking a picture in the pub while they're on holiday.
0: Yeah, but if they if they hadn't like gotten in that pub and probably seen the Titanic mem- memorabilia, they probably wouldn't have known what he looked like because I didn't know what he looked like when, until you showed me a picture then.
1: Yeah, exactly. But that pub being in Belfast, being quite close to the docks. I, yeah, I, th- I think in one of the pictures you can see in the background, it's got Titanic memorabilia on the yeah. wall. So it's not a million miles away no. that they've got a picture of of this man on the wall. Yeah. So while it may sound very cynical, it does appear that Captain Edward John Smith's name is being used to profit by those who can see an opportunity for money making. Mm-hmm. If you think about it from a behavioural point of view, humans would assume that the captain of arguably the most well-known ship crash in history would be a prominent ghost in the aftermath.
0: Yeah, I'm not deny- I don't I'm not denying that he probably he probably does haunt it or like he's haunting elements of it but that's not him in the face house no <laughs> it, it
1: all sounds a bit scooby-doo to me a bit too convenient yeah. and especially when there's in both stories there's an element of money being e- money to be made
0: the, he might be in the mirror, though like he could be but what like...
1: but apparently it only happens on the anniversary yeah. so you'd have to wait till April 12th every single yeah, year to find true. out.
0: But, like, um, surely he's moved on. Maybe he's moved on now, though. Obviously, it was a tragic event, but...
1: Well, moving on, we go to one of your favourite places in the world.
0: Why, New York? No. One of my other favourite places. One of your
1: other favourite places in the world. Amsterdam? No.
0: <laughs> Where <Wait> then. <laughs> no.
1: On very much the same strain of thought as the Captain Smith story, we find ourselves in the Luxor Hotel <gasps> in Las Vegas.
0: Yes!
1: So, for those who haven't been, and I'm sure Emma will back me up on this one, we love it. Yes. I can see why there are those who don't care for it too much. It can be a bit full-on in it, your face. It's like Blackpool. Yeah, it's just like never-ending light bulbs. Yeah. So.
0: You don't sleep.
1: I don't imagine the energy crisis has spread over to that side of the world oh just God. yet. God. One of the most famous hotels on the Strip is the Luxor. It's currently managed by the MGM Group, which, if you're not aware of the MGM Group, they... Basically manage all of the hotels there. Yeah,
0: so they managed MGM. Ground, because obviously, Caesars. Caesars. Yeah,
1: you got most of them. Was it
0: the Venetian or was that separate? Well, yeah. yeah. I don't, don't actually think we went in the looks
1: Order. We may not have. And I know why we won't have, because we wouldn't have seen this, which I'm about to talk about. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Currently managed by the MGM Group, it offers everything you want for a glitzy getaway to Sin City. It also, at this moment in time, is running a Titanic exhibition. Uh, uh-huh. Which... I was a bit when, old, we, when we went about two years ago, I don't remember seeing anything no. about this, so don't think we went there. So at the, this time of recording, which is the 13th of November, 2022, entry prices start at $32. And this will gain you access to wander around the recreations of some parts of the ship. You've got scale models. And most interestingly, there is some artifacts that were actually recovered from the wreckage oh, of really? the Titanic.
0: Sorry, um Fifi, the cat is behind me eating. And so if you if you hear like a little crunch or a little bell that it's uh, like she's just obviously she's starved from our recording.
1: Oh it's our Titanic artifacts we have knocked about. <laughs> <coughs> Why do you have a bell. I'm sure they had a bell in the Titanic, I'm almost certain. Crunching cap is There's all them posh people that have like little <laughs> in <there. What? laughs> and you know, like
0: croutons in there. What? Crunch. You do like croutons in those years?
1: Okay. So, touted as an educational and entertaining experience for all ages, the innocence of the exhibition does take a dark and sinister turn when the tourists leave and the lights go out. Now, the artifacts have been gathered up and put on display. Uh, They're wide and varied. They're not like a sort of, as you'd imagine, it's what they can get their hands on. So, there's everything from plates to spectacles, clothes, and, like, miscellaneous luggage. Oh, it's
0: sad and annoying though, isn't it?
1: Oh yeah, it was a big disaster.
0: Yeah, I don't know, but it's sad that like, people are making stuff out. Like, they can stay.
1: Yeah. So, with all these items, there has to be a team of custodians to take care of them, because obviously the very old do a very water damage for a long time. Yeah. They, they need to be in pristine conditions. The
0: one-off pieces as well, basically. Yeah, the... you can't replicate it.
1: Yeah. Um, these custodians essentially, as I say, ensure the exhibit is looking its best and also keep the ple- precious centrepieces the best shape they can be because obviously they can't be refound.
0: So So, do you reckon they've got like them, like that glass where you can't take pictures of them or something? You're like, I think it was in Austria.
1: They did take, yeah.
0: They, they tell you not to, because like, they can't have certain light in it or something? Probably
1: something like that, yeah. So, coming from one of these members of the team that works on the exhibition, there are reportedly creeping, creepy goings-on. One member of the team has put forward that their experiences begin usually in the late hours of the night, past closing times, when the doors are shut and there is an eerie stillness consuming the artefacts and model rooms.
0: Why does ghost stuff always happen at night, though?
1: I feel like it's a really deep question that I can't right answer like, within the next two minutes.
0: Like in this house, like, something will happen in the day. Like, you know, like in most things, it's like, oh, we're going to go ghost hunting at night. We're going to do this at night.
1: I think that It's not getting too off, top, off topic, which we are it getting just, too off topic. Absolutely I think it's a human is. perception. So we... Going into the darkness, humans can't see in the dark naturally, yeah. so it's an unknown thing. It, it creates more fear because we don't know what's going on.
0: Yeah, so you're not scared of the dark, you just no, I think this No, we on, are scared of the dark. No, but what, I think this was on Kev's podcast that he said, something. You're not
1: scared of the dark, you're scared of what's in the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did mention that in one of the stories. Yeah. Quite recently.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so it was relayed by this employee that he heard the fa- faint sound of orchestral music playing away. Music that would have been of the time when the Titanic was setting sail from Southampton, so around 1912. Perhaps a reenactment of the deceased entering their final dance. Oh,
0: but in the film, and I know this happened as well because I did read about it. Like there was a band or something that just kept playing yeah. when the ship was going down.
1: Yeah, there was. I do remember that myself. Look further to this; it's also alleged by the employees. This employees' hair and jackets have been like sort of grabbed and touched. So, on different occasions, when they've been completely alone, looking up at the, the attraction, they yeah. felt like someone either pulling on the hair or, like, yeah. sort of pulling on the back of the jacket.
0: I've goosebumps, you know?
1: <laughs> I wonder if that was in maybe one of the kids or something. That just oh, yeah,
0: because there was kids there was on attention. it, wasn't there, obviously.
1: So, beside this, others have claimed that on the reconstruction of the grand staircase that they have in the exhibition.
0: Yeah. So, is that, like, the one in the film, do you reckon? Yeah, oh. it's, it's to
1: scale and... I'll show you a picture in a second. It's to scale. It's all fantastic. I've got a link to the exhibition, so if you are in Las Vegas or going to Las Vegas... We hate you. <laughs> yes. Well done, you. do do? Um, but you can also go and see. Or if you're not going, you can look at the pictures online. Like of course. us. That's what we're doing. Um, so from time to time, on this reconstruction of the Grand Staircase, there's a shadowy spectre of one of the ship's passengers can be seen cascading down elegantly. Aww. And then they fade off as they, they reach the bottom of the stairs. Aww. So I I wonder who that might be, what they are. It's said that a photographer was setting up to take a promotional shoots of the recreated staircase yeah. when an actress appeared at the top of the stairs in full period dress costume like you would have seen in the film.
0: Oh, like a real actress. it wasn't a ghost. I mean. When
1: they descended slowly and elegantly, paying minimal attention to the photographer on their journey, as every good actress would do, because yeah. they're... They're in the moment. They're yeah. in the scene. Upon reaching the bottom, the photographer complimented the costume and makeup department for their staring efforts and offered to take the actress's picture. He was met with no response. Not even a glance to acknowledge that he'd made a noise. Reaching back to his kit bag to continue his setup, he reiterated his question. But this time when he returned his field of vision, where the actress had just been, she was gone.
0: She wasn't there. Aww.
1: So that's... Two separate people have apparently seen this, this actress, but well, not actress, sorry, this figure. It's, uh, it's yeah. meant to be a lady. Yeah. In like a sort of ball gown type dress.
0: See, I, do, I don't doubt that and I think that could probably happen, but do you reckon that they, because that's what Kate Winslet does in the film, she goes down the staircase. So do you reckon they just like put two, like, to think thinking that? Mm,
1: it's an interesting theory. But, moving on. One of the artifacts that hangs in the exhibition is a portrait of J. Bruce Ismay, part of the White Star Line Company who built on Titanic. It's reported that although Ismay was on board the vessel when it met its early demise, he managed to escape and live by prioritizing his own life to get on a lifeboat before offering its position to those more vulnerable. Oh. It is said that some mornings his portrait can be found on the floor below its mounting, As if it'd been knocked off. Looking through the pictures, I can imagine this place to be incredibly unsettling when the noise levels are minimal and there's nobody around. It is well accepted that objects can carry spirits. Yeah. Even in our story regarding the ship's captain earlier, we were mentioned that the mirror itself was haunted, which is it's It's something that needs a an episode in itself just to Yeah. Yeah. Just to cover off.
0: I don't doubt that, but then in a way why would why would he just visit that woman? Do you know what I mean? Like, um, what was her name? Ethel, Ethelwoods or Ethelman. Yeah, like, I know it. I know he's, she obviously thought fondly of him, but surely he's got family that he'd want to see.
1: But I think the theory is that... he just like, that, Because he used that mirror apparently daily, uh, and he looked at it all the time, his, kind of he was encaptured into it.
0: Uh, right, okay. As,
1: as when we discuss mirrors in another episode. Yeah. We will probably delve into a bit deeper,
0: yeah.
1: But coming back to the Luxor Hotel, could it be that by collecting so many items from the rec site and putting them in display in one place in such close proximity, the exhibition has actually transported the souls or spirits to a new home, yeah, one yeah. where they're constantly surrounded with reminders of the last pip, last place they were alive, the, yeah, the, the, the gigantic ship.
0: Well, yeah, because um, like if you go to like a charity shop saying you got a mirror, yeah. or a hairbrush or something if that's haunted you're going to be bringing that into your house then aren't you really
1: yeah well personally I don't think so oh So do
0: you not think objects can be haunted I do
1: you think objects can be haunted I know objects can be haunted <laughs> do, that mirror that we had up in our that belonged to my nan your, your nan's nan or something
0: oh yes it was my nan's nan it's yeah. a nice mirror though you just
1: yeah but every time I woke up and it was hung on the wall I saw somebody in it every single night
0: <laughs> I've never seen it. I want to see it.
1: Every single night. It's safe to say that mirror is no longer hanging on the wall.
0: It's in the loft. I'll sell you there for 100 pounds.
1: Anyway, you see, when the employees were relaying their stories, they were actually telling local newspapers in Las Vegas. Uh, Further digging has revealed that from time to time, the Luxor will run ghost tours of the exhibition during the spookier months of the year. So, October, exactly. so again, we touch on the element of money making, which yeah. in Las Vegas shouldn't be a huge surprise. But for me personally, that takes away some of the credibility of these stories.
0: I feel like a lot of ghost things now are just money making though. Like Zach Began's has got that museum in the, um, Vegas.
1: Yeah. So I could be wrong. And I will admit this wouldn't be the first time that that's happened.
0: That you've been wrong? Yeah. Well, you and, admitting and,
1: that? I know... Not very often, right? <laughs> but it's also quite strange that the experiences were from of employees that apparently yeah. happened in the late hours of the night. So they might be paid while also doing a quick search. It showed I could I find quite openly that the exhibit closes at six pm. Oh no, I don't know anyone who likes to work that much so they stick around for hours on end. No, because it wouldn't really be dark in
0: on. Vegas in six pm, would it? Anyway.
1: Well, it depends on the time of year, but also it's inside an exhibition hall where the light's controlled.
0: Oh, yeah, because if it's in the... yeah. yeah. So
1: when they close the doors, they can turn the lights off. Yeah, yeah. So, having heard that, I do have some theories, but what do you think?
0: See, I think Vegas is probably quite a haunted place in in itself. I think there's going to be atmosphere, because the the hotels are very old, and um, before that it was a desert, obviously. And obviously, I think, like, objects can be haunted. Like, now that you've said it was just employees, and then the photographer, he was obviously paid to work there. And then the story kind of, like, similar to, like, Kate Winslet in the film. Like, why is it a woman, a glamorous woman? I'm not saying that they probably, they probably would have been glamorous on the thing, because oh, it's a it was, like, one of the best ships ever, wasn't it? But, like he said, if it's employees, then...
1: Yeah, it just takes away the edge to Like it.
0: if there was a, a, a spectator who'd said, oh, I felt this, I'd probably believe it more. But why hasn't it happened to more than one spectator? Yeah. Or why haven't they reported it?
1: Las Vegas in itself, I do imagine, does have quite a spirit, yeah. spiritual background because as well as the things you've mentioned, it's, it's a place of high energy. Yeah. So there's a lot of ups and downs. Yeah. They're everywhere. Yeah. And there's so many people about the how do you know that that person sitting at the slot machine isn't really a ghost?
0: Exactly, yeah. And some people say on the slot machines that much, so you could be could die on it.
1: Yeah, true. So I do have, have two theories that I will discuss now, or I'll I'll mention now, and then I'll get your thoughts on them. Okay. But before I get into that, I will apologise for if you hear a bell noise again. It turns out that she can't eat in one go. She has to walk to and from where she's sleeping about three or four times before <laughs> she can just.
0: It's
1: just a little drama queen. Honestly. Anyway, as you probably guessed, my first theory is money-making. Yeah. I do have a sneaking suspicion that a lot of the stories that surround the alleged titanic ghosts are based on the business of making money. Yeah. The core of the argument lies both in the first story regarding the mirror and also the exhibition in the hotel. Uh, with the mirror, it's all about building of hysteria, shrouding the mirror in mystery. So the, by the time the mirror went to auction, it may or may not fetch a higher price. May not even been the
0: <laughs> fellas. <laughs> it just be maybe a bit Exactly.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. There you go. How can you even prove that it was, was his mirror? But <laughs> by the by, let's just take it on that good authority that it is the mirror.
0: Ethelwood wouldn't lie.
1: Ethelwood wouldn't lie. Ethelwood. Ethelwood. Whatever her name is.
0: Oh, Ethelwood's off the Witcher,
1: isn't he? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, furthermore, in the Luxor Hotel, it's literally a pay to enter the exhibition that periodically runs ghost tours. So yeah. how can this blatantly not be a publicity stunt? Yeah,
0: to get them all in.
1: I do concede that this theory doesn't disprove that there isn't actually ghosts or paranormal goings-on connected to either story. Yeah. But in the day and age that we live in, it, it seems too plausible to be to be legit, uh, illegitimate. Yeah. Like, of, it's got to be. That
0: picture one, that effort, wasn't it? Sorry.
1: Yeah, they're definitely just making some money. So, theory number two. In the interest of a fair argument, I can see that the first theory is purely based on cynicism. However, what if the stories are real? What if the people who appear to be profiting are actually giving access to the real deal?
0: But if they were. I know everyone's sitting to make money on that. But wouldn't it what happen anyway? Like, if they haven't got the Titanic, I, keep it, I know, never mind to say, if they haven't got the Titanic Tanik exhibition, wouldn't there be anyway, but the reason has to go... the Titanic. The
1: Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> the <door. laughs> so, it is isn't outside the realm of possibility that paranormal activity can spawn from the aftermath of one of the most infamous disasters in human history. Yeah. So, touching so many lives and creating such a flurry of emotion the world over, is that not the groundwork of a ghost story? One interesting article that I did come across explains the theory... That a spirit may have an emotional attachment to an object, or potentially became displaced and was ado- adopted by the object, so to say, and then the object is their new home. So obviously, it travels yeah. wherever the object is, that's where that spirit oh, then you'd goes.
0: You'd be fuming if you just got stuck to like a pair of glasses or something, then wouldn't you?
1: You'd <laughs> least, see the world. <laughs> at
0: least you'd be in Vegas, like bubbles, bloody hell. Yeah, yeah you'd be stuck
1: in a box. <laughs> Maybe you'll go to prison.
0: No one to the. Um, no one to the mix about and get out people though of course. Bad, yeah. something stupid
1: yeah <laughs> now like I mentioned with so many emotions running high just at the time of the incident it isn't beyond the realm of imagination that some objects both on and off the ship picked up new passengers that also links back to the mirror of Captain Smith the mirror was his personal belonging that he apparently used on a daily basis so based on this theory becoming captured by the mirror following his passing is quite plausible it's yeah it, it, it would make sense.
0: I just don't get why she wants to remember an employer
1: though. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he was a really nice guy. Yeah. Furthermore, the objects that came from the wreckage sites were, of course, exposed to a multitude of emotions and terror. Yeah. I would imagine that moving these objects from what would have been their their final resting place at yeah. the bottom of the ocean would potentially stirred up yeah, the emotions again. Up yeah. So.
0: So it's a haunting, it's a haunting story anyway, like, the film, it's, like, the film's haunt, sorry Fifi's on the litter trainer. Right <laughs> um but yes, it's a haunting story anyway, like, even, obviously the film's a bit fictionalised, but even the music on the film, that, like, that haunts you, like, you hear about, like, the the story itself of Titanic is gonna haunt you, you you're obviously, as soon as you mention Titanic, you have an opinion straight away, oh god, like, so, if you as soon as someone says like that item is from Titanic, you're gonna uh, you're gonna have like like a prejudiced idea anyway, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah. So everyone's everyone has a brief grasping at the very least of what happened. Yeah. They, because of the time it happened in 1912, and also I imagine there'd be quite a few misconceptions. Yeah. Which obviously it was a massively. Horrendous thing to happen, and far too many people lost their lives. Nobody should have lost life, but here we go. It's a separate debate in itself. But like you say, the people are going to have this prejudice already sat in the back of their minds that it's going to be there is going to be some paranormal element, some sort of spirit link. Yeah. To, especially.
0: Because they didn't expect to die, so they're going to be like lost, aren't they? Kind of.
1: Yeah, yeah, so that might be another aspect of it, the souls themselves aren't actually settled, they haven't moved yeah. on, so the
0: And like you said, movement, like if fixing it at the bottom, like, they've stayed there for such a certain amount of time and then they're getting... Like, yeah, I don't think it bottom. was
1: until the 80s or 90s that they actually yeah. got, got picked up, because diving equipment hadn't excelled yeah. in, in technology terms. Well enough to be able to get down there and, and find anything. Most but, of the
0: people would be dead then, though will be alive
1: after 70 years. Yes, I'd imagine they would be, Emma.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean, like... No, but even, like, the kids <laughs> and that. No, do you know what I mean? Like, some people, like... Oh, people
1: who survived as well.
0: Yeah, people who survived. Right. And think, <sighs> oh, I'm saying, like, the people who survived and lived and were fine, well, not fine, they have obviously tragic, but they've probably died as well, when before the
1: hmm.
0: items have been found.
1: Well, one of the interesting things is with the portraits of James Ismay. Or oh, James Bruce Ismay or Bruce James Ismay. I can't remember which way it was. But Mr Ismay. He didn't die on the... Uh, oh yes, he a, say he... yeah, he saved himself. He, yeah. went, he got on the lifeboat to save himself. Apparently he didn't live too much longer though.
0: Do you reckon he was like cursed? Maybe,
1: maybe. Or but... Selfish. Why would it be that his portrait, if true, is the one that keeps falling off its mountains... Apparently, it, this is on a wall of a few different, yeah, different um, pictures and portraits.
0: People are obviously um, bitter about him saving himself and not others.
1: Yeah, that that's where I go with that one. So that's yeah. I, I'd like to believe a lot of it, but the source yeah. of these stories,
0: like little inter, like not independent, but like little newspapers or like the employees.
1: Yeah, the newspaper one with the the couple who took the picture, like it's hundred percent bullshit. Yeah, it just it can't be real. Because
0: the probably just wanted to pay for the role, they spent too much on that book.
1: <laughs> Definitely. It, <laughs> it's sold to the, such a chain. I don't know if it happens all the world over, but in the UK we have basically a run of newspapers that go by different names, but essentially publish shape, the yeah. same content. It, it's, it's like, so you see these Instagram and Facebook pages that have the same things, they just regurgitate the same story. Yeah. All of them have the same story. It that is basically it but in newspaper form.
0: Yeah. They might change the um the picture, like the front cover or something.
1: Yeah, or they'll change a few words about but essentially it's the same backbone. Yeah. yeah. So with it coming from one of those types of newspapers, I struggle to believe it anyway. It just doesn't seem to be pl- it doesn't seem to be plausible or Especially looking at the picture. If you haven't seen it, go and have a look. So, to conclude, I do believe that there is paranormal happenings following the Titanic disaster. Whether it's been on the stories we've touched on today is inconclusive.
0: Questionable.
1: Questionable just because of the circumstances. Yeah. If this was coming from a private collection of artefacts that the owner or he, he's, he or she allow people to... Visit without charging and wasn't me. Re- yeah. Wasn't standing to gain anything from a story. Don't, I'd probably believe it.
0: You don't get anything like that now, though.
1: <laughs> very, very rarely. But like I say, I, that's way that that's yeah. probably the only way I believe it because it's coming from such a big hotel. Yeah, and it's the biggest, like yeah. the biggest place. And they gain that they, they stand to gain something. Yeah, it, it ruins it a bit for me. Also, with the mirror and the notes.
0: you can't prove it, can you?
1: yeah the note looks old it may well be old yeah whether it is we don't know the mental health state of Ethelwyn yeah. we don't know if she was influenced by any outside figures you know
0: she may, she might have been poor and needed some money so she sold the with
1: <laughs> Well it was the descendants that uh, we're descend- so oh, it got yeah, passed yeah. on oh, yeah so it got passed on through her family and then somewhere down the line it its, it's fell into auction. Mm. I'd imagine to like sort of deceased the state or something like
0: that. I'd like to think it's real, but at the same time, I don't. I feel like a bit bad on the souls of the Titanic. It would be nice if they've moved on and they're not like stuck in a mirror or in a museum yeah. in Vegas.
1: Cause it'd be quite sad for them because to relive
0: all that as well.
1: It's well, yeah, especially to relive all that. But also, why are their souls damned because they were victims of an an, an event?
0: Yeah. Yeah, they not, didn't do
1: anything wrong. I'd imagine there were people on there that don't deserve... If, if the case is that you, you are a spirit after this life and you can move on and right. be in a happier place, I imagine there were some people that didn't deserve it, but yeah, I, I imagine quite did. a few did deserve to move on. But
0: well, that's like anyone though. Any most people have... But
1: then would that not explain the happenings, if uh, the happenings yeah. are true? The picture on the floor, yeah. the hair pulling... Yeah. But then the woman who cascades down the stairs elegantly, yeah. she's not really doing anything wrong. She's no. not doing anything mal- maleficent. No, she's right? just... Is the right word. No, there's no malice in it. She's yeah. just walking down
0: the stairs.
1: Yeah, exactly. She's just sort of recreating. But yeah. they're not the stairs from the Titanic. They're just a recreation. Yeah. So I'm thinking if it is real, her spirit must have arrived there through a different object. Yeah. Uh, those stairs have just sort of... Yeah, so
0: that's a bit weird though, if it's a recreation, she's not like, why would she just be walking down a recreation?
1: It might have been like one of her final yeah, moments, true. or like yeah. a, what she most fondly remembers. I yeah. know. It all depends how the it's afterlife just, works, I guess.
0: Yes, we'll find out one day.
1: Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll look into that one a bit more. But to conclude, I don't think most of these stories are completely real. I think they're all about making money, unfortunately, yeah. which is quite sad. It, I would like to believe him. But, you know, there we go. So thank you very much for listening.
0: Thank you. Um, so you can find us on Twitter at cemetery, Instagram across the cemetery, TikTok cemetery, and we don't have Facebook.
1: Well, we might do one day. Maybe. Probably
0: not. <laughs> thank you for listening. Bye.
1: Bye.